Christian. I say Red Sox baseball already underway here tonight. We'll keep you updated on that game as we go along. But let's start with last night, a massive, and I'd say surprising, walk-off victory for the Red Sox. 6-4, to four. Christian Vasquez, a two-run homer in the 13th inning, delivers the Red Sox a 2-1 to one series lead and a chance tonight to close out the Tampa Bay Rays. I say shocking because they did it in Game 2 with offense. They did it in Game 3 with pitching. And that has been the weak spot of this team. That's what's surprising. And we'll see how tonight plays out. But getting that win last night with the way they did it, huge. Yeah, uh, we can go back all the way to the Yankees series as well. Uh, I don't know if we talked about that. I think that was happening last time we were on. But um, the pitching has been very good, uh, which is surprising. Obviously, they gave up some runs in game two, uh, but their hitting was very good. So, um they were able to win by their well they have been able to win by multiple ways and i to be honest i didn't think that was going to be the case you know if they were going to win it would have been based on offense but here you go you get into the postseason and you never know what happens i mean they avaldi in the postseason is nails i mean he's just he's unreal um and he might go an inning tonight if you need him so <laughs> who knows uh but he he again he pitched the game against the yankees and won that one he pitched last night pitched great um Unfortunately, they did have a little trouble in the mid-innings there, uh, you know, tying it up. They were up 4-2, but Nick Pavetta comes in from the bullpen, pitches great. Uh, without him, they don't win that game at all. No. Pulling uh, an Evaldi. That was Evaldi-esque. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, from 2018 for sure. Um, and they got a little bit of a luck break, lucky break with that weird situation in the outfield. Hit off Renfro into the bullpen. No run scored on that, but I don't know. Um, you still get the walk-off. So, I mean, I still would have been two runs there. Who knows what would have happened if the Rays get runs. But they're winning in multiple ways, and I didn't see that coming. So tonight we'll see what happens. Uh, Rodriguez is going. He's good so far, but long way to go. <laughs> yeah. And I think the way that game was playing out, the longer it went, the longer Pavetta went, which meant he ain't going tonight. <laughs> um it started to become, this is a, this is, I mean, it's obviously a swing game. It's for advantage in the series and all, all that. But for the Red Sox, who their strength has not been their bullpen, if you're having a good bullpen game, you've got to win that game. Yep. Because you they put a lot into it. And if you turn around and you lost that game, now what are you coming, what are you bringing to the table here tonight? Your backs are against the wall. You kind of got to sell out for game four just to get back to Tampa tough now you're playing with house money you could throw erod tonight you could throw garbage tonight and just say you know what we're up we're gonna try and mash the ball and guess what the rays they have to push all the buttons they can't wait around uh and we'll see kevin cash how is he if a starter's going well is he gonna keep him in past the fifth <laughs> is he gonna blake snell him exactly uh so now all the pressure is on the rays um well, let's forget these two teams played deep into the night last night so pitching is going to be hard to come by tonight you know, a yeah. lot of guys got a lot of guys pitched last night. You know, yeah. they went what 13, 14 innings. So, yep, it's more important for I think the Red Sox to or the Rays obviously to win tonight. But I think it's important for the Red Sox to, if they have a chance in the end of this game, you got to do everything you can to win it because you don't want to go back to Tampa. Then you're throwing other guy. Who's going to go tomorrow? Is it Sale? Is it 
you know, some combination of different guys. Uh, so tonight, if you need a Valdi for an inning, I think you just do it. You know, yeah. if you're if it's close in the end, I think you use all your power to get through this one and just just go for the win. Yeah. After last night, I I'm sitting as somebody who has doubted this team all year and doubted it in in the sense of the old Red Sox way, which was I don't care how good it's going, it's gonna go bad. <laughs> yeah. Christian, you say like how are you really? Are you like are you turning into me? Well, for the Red Sox, yes, I am like you with the Red Sox. I have blind optimism with all the other Boston sports teams. The yeah. Red Sox, complete negativity all the time. Hey, so and so's been great. They've pitched, you know, X amount of scoreless innings or their ERA is one point three against this team. Oh, he's gonna get shelled. That's just how I've always how I've always been. At this point now, though, last night winning that game, I am so overly satisfied with how this year has gone that I almost like I don't care. Obviously, I care. I want them to win, but it's it's almost insane. I mean, the fact that where this team looked dead, you get swept by the Orioles at the end, and it's like this team is just limping towards a slow death. Yeah. They scrape in. You beat the Yankees at home. Cool. Awesome. Great. You know what? They're going to get smoked by the Rays. But now they they have a chance to beat the Rays. I'm not sure how I'll feel. It's all gravy. I think it's awesome. I'm just going to try and enjoy the ride here with them because I don't want to get so invested because I'm going to get mad because if they get past the Rays and they're battling in ALCS and the bullpen comes back to bite them, I'm going to be angry that they did nothing to address that in the middle of the season. To where you could have put this you, you team. You can't be though. I know you That's can't be. I know. I know you a, can't be. This is a win for Heim Bloom. The deeper you go, the more games you get. Is it out of this team? Yes, it absolutely is. Even I mean, if Schwarber's... even if it's smoke, even if it's smoke and mirrors, and you say, God, you could have gone out and gotten another arm, and actually maybe you're not using smoke and mirrors. You could just maybe, beat some teams. But again, Schwarber's been really good. Like I, and I think he's been good for this team. He doesn't necessarily fit in terms of where are you going to put him. DH fielding. He had another yip last night, but he's been really good with the bat, and he yeah. and he's always had good postseason. What did you think about taking him out? I think that was the the, the tenth or the ninth. They yeah, put doll back doll back in for him. I wasn't sure I liked that because it had the feel of a game that could go multiple innings, and his spot could come back up. And I was like, I kind of wanted to keep his bat. I mean, look, when Dahlbeck's going, he's going, but when he's not, he's just it's just terrible to watch. So he's just guessing. Yeah, exactly. I didn't love it, and I didn't love keeping Robles in there too to uh, face. Her. I think it was Rosarena, maybe, um, if memory serves. But either way, there was a couple decisions there late I didn't love. But the Schwarber one definitely not great because I think he's just hitting the ball well. He he had a couple strikeouts I think, but he's just. I mean, he hit an opposite field Green Monster home run, and he's been really really good even matching Rizzo in in the Yankees series they hit a home run there and it's just yeah he's he's been good with the bat and he's been good for this team I don't know since he's come back from the injury he's been he's been really good yeah I agree uh do you like them tonight I mean we'll check in the game's happening right now I think it's nothing nothing uh bottom of the second no score um I don't love it because Erod. He worries me, but so far so good, I guess, through two. But overall, he worries me because I think he's got really good stuff. And if he and if he's on, he's pretty good. Like he actually has really good stuff, and and he's a left-hander. Uh, the problem is he has not had good stuff a lot this year. So that part of it worries me. And the Red Sox are getting banged up, man. I mean, Devers and J.D. Martinez alone; those two are. 
Oh, there was a there was like a, a slow yeah. roller that like if it was anybody other than JD Martinez, they probably could have beat out a throw. He left the batter's box and it looked like Tom Brady trying to run. <laughs> it was like, yeah. nope, that, not that guy. Not with not on one wheel. Um, yeah, they are banged up, and he's gotten it out. That was the other thing. I mean, it ended up being a blowout in game two, but it was JD Martinez. I mean, so many guys too. It was four guys had four hits, and Hernandez had five. I mean, yeah, Kike has been unreal Ridiculous. throughout the whole postseason. I mean, he's just been—he's absolutely the hottest hitter in baseball right now. I think, but uh, yeah, he's just absolutely not going to cover off the thing. Yeah, and as much of a slog as the regular season is, playoff baseball is still really good. It is, um, and especially the Red Sox crowd. Oh, it's been really good. I don't—I yeah. don't know if it just is the fact that they're giving out like nine-dollar tickets to college kids because, oh boy, it was. Frat Al City in the outfield <laughs> uh, last night. Um, but I don't care. They're bringing the energy. Whatever. Yeah. I don't care. I mean, I'd be surprised if they were paying full price. I know they have discounts for students. Um, great on the students for wanting to go and turn out. Um, the crowds been at Fenway have been, been awesome. And that's been good. I mean, that's that's the stuff we've missed for a year plus yeah. uh, in baseball is getting that. Um, so obviously, kind of a weird thing. We're live right now. The game is happening. Uh, game five, if it happens, would be Wednesday. Uh, and then the next series will be well underway by the time we take the air uh, again on on Monday. Are the Red Sox still going to be playing when we next take the air, Christian? Quick prediction. Uh, I think so. I don't know. Um, I still don't. I don't have a hundred percent confidence because I still think the Rays are really good. But based on everything I've seen so far, yeah, I think they. I think they end up moving on here. Uh, might take another game after tonight, but you know they look pretty decent if they keep the bullpen. That, that I mean, if they keep that together, I think they're uh, they're a pretty good team that can kind of catch it because the hitting is always going to be there. I mean, with just based on the lineup, as long as there's no injuries there, which there is, but. Pitching's got to be good, and if it is, then they have a chance. Yeah, I think they are. I I don't know what it is. This this Uh-oh. team is look out. The rediscovered. They, <laughs> I think they've rediscovered the horseshoe that they had for the first half of the year. Um, so whatever it is, they believe in themselves. Um, right now, Alex Cora is pushing all the right buttons. I'm not saying World Series. I'm just saying series. It's just leaning that way. Yeah. It's just leaning that way. You look at the way the Rays players were in after game two and then the way game three goes down. Uh, no, if they don't get it tonight, it's going to it's gonna be a really great game five. Uh, I just have a hunch feeling. Like I said, the jinx is on. Um, I think you they'll be, it. I think, I think they'll be playing. All the negativity so. brought them to this point and now you're just going to ruin it. Unbelievable. Yeah. Or Erod's gonna get shelled for nine and yeah, probably uh, here it comes. Which, so we'll keep. I I I withhold the right to change my mind before this broadcast is over. <laughs> According to yourself, yeah. Uh, so anyway, we'll we'll keep tabs here on on the Red Sox as we go along here in the live show. If you have any questions uh, on anything that we're hitting on, or bring up something completely different uh, topic, anything from the past week in sports you want us to cover. Hit us up in the comment section of the live stream, uh, Facebook, YouTube, Periscope, and Twitch. And you can also always reach us 
via email, the360sportshow at gmail.com. And we'll check that later on the show in our mailman. So for our podcasters, we know you're out there. Send us a line, drop us an email with a question or a comment or a game. We like Would You Rathers, all that sort of fun stuff. So uh, we're going to transition here into another segment that we've we've been working on for a while. We did it last week with the Patriots. Uh, we kind of, you know, uh, three up or three down or a hot or not. Whatever. We're going to call it hot and not for now. So basically we're going to pick, each of us gets to pick a person or a group or a team or a thing. Hey, what's good? What's been good this last week? What's been hot? Uh, and then things that have been not so hot. What, what, are the, what are the nots? What are the downs? What are the bad things from the past week? So I'm going to go first, Christian, with my hot. Um, and I'm, I'm gonna, my hot and not are going to kind of be linked here. Um, I want to I single out and I want to give praise to Texas A&M field goal kicker Seth Small. Kickers get a bad rap. They, get, they, don't, they don't get a lot of love. Uh, Seth Small, 5 for 5 on extra points, 2 for 2 on Field goals, including a long-distance game winner to knock off number one Alabama in what was an absolute thriller of a game Saturday night. Uh, so on my hot list, Seth Small. Woo! What a game. I thought Bama, when they made their comeback and took the lead, I was like, well, I don't care if there's 11 minutes left in this game. It's over. And I clicked it off. And then I see a highlight <laughs> later on. It's like, just breaking. A&M wins on the buzzer. I'm like, are, are you kidding me? So, Seth Small, boom, he's my hot. He's hot. What do you got? Uh, what are we doing, rhyming here? Um, I will say, uh, I'll just go Red Sox since it's on my mind. Uh, Kike Hernandez. Uh, he's been unreal. and I mean, he was good in the Yankees game. I can't say series, but he's been really good in this series with the Rays. Uh, probably up there at least, you know, top two hottest hitters in baseball right now, and they need him badly. And he's just hitting everything. I mean, even when he's out, he's hitting it hard. And, uh, yeah, he's he's got to be on the list. Yeah, absolutely. You could pick a lot of people. You could just say the Red Sox in general <laughs> in the last yeah. week uh, have been hot. Uh, now to the knots. Uh, I'm going to, like I said, I'm going to pair this. NFL kickers. Yuck. Vomit-inducing. Yesterday, statistically, the worst Kicking day in NFL history. 12 missed extra points. 12 missed field goals. Nothing epitomized the suck more than the Bengals-Packers game where neither team could make a field there. goal. It was unbelievable. You could almost call it. Pushes it right. Next time pushes it left. Pushes it short. Off and upright. Over the upright. Like a too high. Guy's got like 60 yards of distance, but he shoots it up over the flag. <laughs> And so they can't say it's good. They're like, ah, no, it's out. Uh, you had both teams, the Packers and the Bengals, both celebrating, thinking the game was over. Um, NFL kickers were abysmal yesterday. And to kind of loop it all in, Jacksonville Jaguars, the first team in NFL history to not have a made field goal through five weeks. <laughs> I don't know if that means they're scoring touchdowns or punting it a lot. Maybe both. I think they're punting it a lot. Hey, they scored 20 points yesterday, so that's good. That's a good sign. Oh, uh, my goodness. NFL kickers right now. <laughs> Big time down. Not. I don't Your even turn. know where to go with this, to be honest with you. Uh, I could go a number Spin of the wheel, Christian. I'm sure you got a lot of people on there. <laughs> well, I mean, kickers is an easy one. Uh, Fairbairn and 
Crosby and the whole the whole lot. I mean, that's an easy one, right? I mean, they're just yeah. I picked the I, I grabbed the low hanging fruit. Uh, yeah, you did. Um, I'm just gonna say, I'll just go Patriots defense because I think they've been uh, rather not. Uh, you know, second half. I guess they picked it up a little bit after the touchdown in the second half, but I'll keep it right here in New England. Go past defense because I think they sucked yesterday. All right. Well, let's let's spin off of that in transition. Uh, comment section, viewers, if you want to throw in your hots and knots for the last week, we can we can react to those. Uh, Colin says uh, kickers are the toughest guys on the field. They're gonna be the the most mentally tough. I mean, because literally, you maybe the only get they're not. You you they like I said they have to be. They're some of them aren't. <laughs> um, I I give um, Mason Crosby credit. I mean, that guy has had, uh, he's been nails for the Packers for a long time. He's had some ups and downs this year. Um, they have confidence in him to keep putting him back out there. Um, and he obviously does nail the game winner. Um, that position is incredibly tough because it's, it's hard to keep a mental edge because you miss one, you know, you might just get cut. Um, there's probably really only four or five good kickers where you're like, hey, if they have a bad day, it doesn't matter. They're untouchable. Um, all these other guys, there's kickers. Why do you think teams don't really struggle to find a kicker? Um, because you can just cut that guy, and there's another one on the street who's probably just as good. Um, Pete and Gansett uh, agree about kickers, but look at how 50 plus how 50 yard plus kicks have become routine. How long before someone hits a 70 yarder? I just say it. It will happen as soon as the uh, Ravens allow Justin Tucker to attempt one. Tonight, indoors in India. Are they in India or are they in Baltimore? Um, Baltimore, I think. But. Ah, so outside, maybe not. Hey, maybe in the wind. I don't know. Um, if there's a guy that's going to do it, it's probably Justin Tucker. Uh, I mean, hit a 66-yarder. Uh, granted, Barely, he had to though. doink it in. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. Um, I would like to say, like, I kind of agree, right? 50-plus kicks have become kind of routine, but also, like, how about the ones from like twenty to thirty? I feel like everybody sucks at those. They've struggled making that the extra point has got in these guys' heads, and now that range has become incredibly difficult for some of these guys. They overthink it, um, and I think some of these guys overthink like the forty yarders. I mean, you, you they 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 think too much. Um, Pete says it's like short putts. Yeah, I mean now it's kind of they got the big leg. But now you just ask them to. It's a mid-range shot. They ask to dial it back, and they can't do it. Layups or or three pointers. <laughs> Comparing NFL kickers to Steph Curry. Um, Colin says there's only one Patriots defensive player, Matthew Judon. The rest are missing. Agreed. So let's get into it. Let's get into the New England Patriots here. Who yesterday uh, their biggest road comeback I think since 2017. Um, so that's something positive that the team came back and won. Despite an awful first half, uh, a kind of cal- almost calamitous third quarter as well, uh, getting lucky with some breaks, but they end up capitalizing and they come back and win. Uh, we've had a lot of moral victories here early on. The Bucks game, people said, was a moral victory. And Miami week one, we kind of branded a moral victory. We said, no more moral victories. In a way, maybe yesterday's a moral loss because... It's good to win. You take the win. Two and three. You need it. You should just forget it. Great. Move on. Get ready for Dallas. Um, but, oh, boy. 
It that, that was not the hey we're playing one of the worst teams. This is not a, people thought it was a get right game. It was not. Uh, it it's, it showed that there's still a lot wrong. Uh, but once again, Mac Jones I think shown shined yesterday. You saw more of the passing game develop with him getting the ball down the field, taking a shot on third down of the end zone to Hunter Henry. Love to see that. Um, are there still problems? Yes, but. Down four offensive linemen. Line wasn't really the problem. You turn the ball over again, which has been bad. Can't keep doing that against better teams. But finding a way to win is good. And telling you, two and three, a lot better than one and four. If they were one and four coming into the Cowboys, you're looking at one and five, and some guys start to just check out. Yeah. Uh, here's why I don't go as far as moral morale loss, moral loss, whatever. Uh, whatever word I'm trying to use. Uh because I think the way they won, it, although the Texans wanted to lose and they're stupid, ultimately, um, I think the way you won with Mac Jones driving the ball down the field, now he had some help from the running game and the offensive line, uh, which I think was the best it's been all year yesterday somehow with a bunch of guys that probably won't start on any given day. Uh, but I like the way they won the game. Um, you know, you're down rookie quarterback it's kind of his first winning game winning drive there to put you in position to win the game i thought josh kind of wanted to not lose the game as opposed to win it there at the end uh as per usual like josh does um but jones i think is good he was decent yesterday i thought he made some glaring mistakes that he hasn't in, in previous weeks some throws that he got lucky a few weren't picked um but overall, he was pretty good. Again, 23-31, very efficient. I would like to see them throw the ball more because once he does in the red zone, uh, it looks pretty good. That throw to Hunter Henry was un- unreal. But I'm I'm not going to go as far as say as a moral loss because they ultimately won the game. Mac Jones is kind of this rookie quarterback. He's bleeding out his chin, and he kind of drives you down the field to put you in position to win. So the way they won ultimately, I like. I think the Texans are just awful and they showed that yesterday but um again i thought the defense think they woke up in the second half but it took too long you know it took three a little less than three quarters to wake up so ultimately i i don't go i wouldn't say it's a moral loss uh i i say it's an ugly win then oh for sure it's an ugly win but I, i i don't even have the stat in front of me but they haven't won in houston in a long time few years anyway if memory serves so to go down there and win that game is huge uh just for the record and anyway. wasn't against Deshaun Watson though <laughs> well yeah uh it didn't look great in the first half the second half they they played a bit better and and Matthew Judon is obviously your best player right now I think yeah. that's pretty clear yeah uh he is a monster and the thing is though like they're not getting pressure which is kind of unnerving especially I thought they were going to bring the heat more against a rookie quarterback um, they did. I think this is oca- coaching, though. Occasionally in the second half, they did. Um, I thought their front seven though was just going to be better. Um, guys like Van Noy and Hightower still look slow. I mean, Jamie Collins, I think, is probably it's his first game back. Um, again, it's like he was in timeout. He went to the Browns, and Bill put him in timeout, and he yeah. came back, and then he got sent to the Lions, put in timeout, and now he's back. Um, so he's getting back up to speed. I still think he's he can he's got gas in the tank. Um, sure. and he's more athletic, and he's more athletic. Uh, to, to be honest, I thought their front was okay yesterday. Against the, the run, against the, the run, it was better. Yeah, against the run, the it was guys. against the run, it was better. Um, 
That's God Show. I thought God Show was good again. I thought Lawrence Guy, he made that, you know, a lot of people say that's a punt, you know, the missed punt from the Texans. I mean, it was stupid formation stuff, but Lawrence Guy pushed that blocker into the punt. So uh, he did end up kicking it off the back of his <laughs> own guy's head, but um, still Lawrence Guy. It was a week punt. of weird punts. Yeah. <laughs> not not to mention the early, uh, they go out there in some weird, wacky formation as if they're going to run a trick, and then he kicks it off his own guy's head. So I guess well, you reap what you sell there. Yeah. Um, yeah, again, you know, I, I just think take the win. <sighs> Got Dallas this week. That's going to be a really tough game. The line is only three points. I just don't know. I'll say this, though. if If they get more aggressive with Mac Jones in the red zone, this team could put up 28, 30 points because they've been getting there and just settling for field goals with I know. Yeah. wackadoo play Plus calling. Three. I mean, three Plus straight three. screens. And I'll tell you what, and Zolak was on this in the broadcast, none of those guys, Bourne, Agler, they don't run the screen the way you're supposed to, the way Edelman and Amendola did. These guys, you're supposed to like sell at least like you're going out and then come back and come back down the line. These guys just like turn and run down the line. You sell it right away. Um, so the screen game has just not gotten going. Um, they need a guy like James White. I wouldn't be shocked if they go out and try and find somebody because it seems like they're not going to trust J.J. Taylor. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson is, is, is a running back. He's not a pass-catching back. Brandon Bolden's okay, but they need somebody to give you a little bit of that spark in the passing game. Um, I did think they should have had a touchdown at the end. The um, that that drive was a big boy drive to go and win the game, mm -hmm. uh, and I thought that they should have scored that touchdown. The illegal shift was a bogus call. Like Smith comes across the line, he comes up, Aguilar steps back. There's a whole second. Then they snap the ball, and they said that nobody was set. I really? thought that I was. Thought it was. I thought it was off. Myers was moving at the same time as Smith on the right side. He started, but he started coming in motion. Like he started like back down the line, which you're allowed to do. I don't know. It was weird. Officiate. Like, you could put officiating on the not list yesterday. Yeah, for sure. Across the league. Suck. Yeah. Some bizarre and the guys on Sunday Night Football haven't been afraid. Usually they're afraid to really like lambaste the refs, but there's like been so many holding calls that aren't even holding. It's like two guys just blocking each other, yeah. and then they let go. And oh, holding. Okay, uh, there was a pass interference. Was it um, in the Browns game where the Browns guy is getting his jersey ripped off by the Chargers player, and they call it DPI? Yes. <laughs> yep. I know the player you're talking about. It, it was not a good. And even in just just from watching, you know, more intently the Pat's Houston game, I, I just like those guys call more ticky tack stuff than I, I've ever seen. And I hope it dies down here as we go on. But, geez, I mean, it's like. How many things? Do you, everything happens on one play, right? Or I, I guess what I mean is, okay, there's a holding on most plays. You could probably pick one out. Yes. Like, just let it go if it's not there. They threw the flag too much. They get involved in the game when they don't need to be. It's just, it's the same with the, the Pats Bucks a week ago. Yeah. Um, Colin in the comment section, both lines are failing despite having the talent pre-injury and COVID. It's got to be coaching. They kind of have to find someone. It feels like Harris is one more big hit away from breaking down for the season. Yeah, he left the game. They were like, apparent chest injury. I was like, that yeah. ain't good. And, and then, then he came late. back in, got popped, and was down. And they're like, yeah, he ain't coming back now. Um, so, oof, I don't know what that's. I'll tell you what. Yesterday, 
Two trades the Patriots made this season so far didn't look too good. Getting rid of Stephon Gilmore. Now, everybody seems to think he wouldn't have been playing anyways. He would have just held out. Probably. So, if that's the case, then you kind of can't even rationalize that. But guess what? J.C. Jackson, you're the number one corner now. Stop a slant route. Football 101. It's like short yardage. Don't play eight yards off a guy when it's fourth and three. So I do I do agree. The only problem is, why aren't the coaches saying this? I, I'm not convinced Steve Belichick or Gerard Mayo are, are over there doing anything. I'm, I'm really not. I don't. One of them is the coordinator. We don't know which one. But it seems like Steve uh, Belichick is more involved in terms of calling plays. He has a play sheet. Mayo's kind of the linebacker's guy that's getting everybody situated, which, again, they've had problems with. So, yeah. yes, J.C. Jackson is way too far off. We knew it was happening. You know, two fourth downs in a row. Here it comes, a slant route, two yards. Easy. Uh, but I'll say, like, how about Steve or Gerard go over there and tell him, get up on the line. Press him. So this, this is why I say coaching, because I'm not convinced these guys, since Brian Flores left, there's been really no, not much aggression no kind of like changing the mold other than maybe last week, which I think was more Belichick being involved in that game because he cared so much. Yeah. But he's kind of taking a back seat for these other guys to move forward. And it just hasn't looked that good, you know, operationally and schematically. I just, I don't see it there. Um, and in the other trade, Sony Michelle. You know, at the time you're thinking, hey, we got Stevenson, we got Harris, we got Taylor, we got Bolden, we got all these guys, da 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 da. Well, I think you'd really like to have Sonny Michelle right about now because he could kind of catch the ball. He was not a great pass catcher, but he was getting better. He's, good being for, able, he's been good for the Rams. I'll and he's been that. great. Nails for the Rams. Um, that, that trade's coming back to haunt you because guess what? You were getting him in a contract year. They, had, they said no to his fifth-year option. So just ride him out. That's kind of what we thought would happen. We thought he could get cut or traded. But, hey, if they keep him around and ride him out, nothing wrong with that. Just... <laughs> Ground running backs into the dirt. It's what every other team does. It's what yep. the Patriots have done. Um, and Colin follows up with this. I hated the Michelle trade. He wasn't worth a first-round pick, but running backs drop like flies, so might as well let him play out his deal. Exactly. 100%. Um, so I'd like to have him right now, but there are running backs available. If you wanted... There's always kick, running backs available. Kick the tires on Todd Gurley. He's just sitting around. Bring him in on for... Cheapo money. I'd rather I'd rather let Taylor out of the doghouse. I know he fumbled, but so is Harris and so is Stevenson. Just try to get let these guys learn on the fly because I think Taylor could help you in the passing game, and I think Stevenson could help you in the run game. And now they're you know if Harris is out, they're both going to play. Well, that's the thing. Can you afford in a non-Tom Brady era? Can you afford to put people in the doghouse? You're a young team. Young guys got to learn. You can't just say. Wide receiver or tight end or, you know, running back. Oh, you make a mistake, you're benched. No, you need to win games. You have to put players on the field to win the games. Yeah. You can't just, you know, now say, well, on principle, we're not going to play you now. I don't know if that's going to help those guys anymore. That's what I said. I, I haven't been impressed with the coaching across the board for offense, defense, whatever you want to call it. Special teams has been okay, I guess. But, you know, offensively and defensively, it has not been good all year. Going back a year now. So, 
Uh, if you have any other thoughts uh, on the Patriots uh, and you want to drop those in the comment section, uh, feel free to do so. Uh, or if you're listening as a podcast and you have Patriots-related questions or questions, comments, anything else, on anything we've covered here tonight or things you want us to cover, drop us a line in the email se- uh, email section by email, the360sportshow at gmail.com, and uh, we will get to those uh, at the end of the show. Uh, sticking with the NFL, um, some big games Yesterday, around the league, uh, the night game, uh, which felt like a baseball game because of how long it took, um, with a lightning delay out in Kansas City, the Bills, um, they get a big win. And I, I want to roll tape uh, if we can. I don't have it. But th- I said last week I thought the Bills were going to win this game in some sort of convincing statement game fashion. I've said right along from the beginning of the year, I thought the Chiefs were going to have a down year. It was just setting up break, for that. Can I break in real quick, Anya? Sure. I got got a notifier. Three-run home run Devers to start you off. Wow. All right. Three-nothing Boston Red Sox over the Tampa Bay Rays. Wow. Bottom of the third. Crazy. Unreal. Unreal. Um, that's, that's your huge. Boston Red Sox right that's there. That's huge. your team, Andrew. That's your team. <laughs> Oh, man. Maybe I'll have to hang the Matt Castle jersey back in the closet and pull out my Jacoby Ellsbury jersey. There you go. That's, His that's rookie jersey. Or <laughs> um, something. That's a collector's item. Um, but, no, to finish the thought, I, I thought that the Chiefs were going to have a down year to begin with. I still thought that by time they'd be good enough to be in the playoffs and that they would figure out, and Mahomes is good enough to get you back to an AFC championship game. Now the road, they might not win their division. The way their schedule is lining up and the way the uh, both the Raiders and the way the Chargers have been playing, just record-wise, just numbers, um, it, yeah. it's going to be tough for them now. They're 2-3, and three, not playing well um, offensively or defensively. And now listen, they still put up 20 points last night. Um, and, and not every team is the Buffalo Bills who can – run with you offensively, and also stop you defensively. Um, So the question becomes, are the Bills the team to beat in the AFC? And not only are they the team to beat, are they the favorites now? Do we look at them and say, that's the team that's going to the Super Bowl out of the AFC? It's so tough to say. Like, I like the Bills to get to the championship game. Uh, Can they win in the playoffs? That's my question. That's the next question for the Bills. Because they have the team. They have the quarterback, presumably. Uh, I do agree they were impressive last night. I, I'm just the Kansas City defense is just wretched. Uh, how they didn't even not you know knock in anybody door about Richard Sherman or anything like that. I know he's had his troubles, but he's with Tampa Bay now. They, their defense is just abysmal. And let's not forget the other teams have elevated. Denver got some got brought in guys. Now they lost yesterday again, but they're better than they were. The Chargers, I mean Herbert is unreal, uh, and he's only going to get better. And the Raiders, they'll fall off. Don't you don't you worry. But you know, they're gonna be in the thick of it anyway for that division. Uh I don't I don't think they make it out of that division, just based on their defense. People that want to say Mahomes is, is an issue and pick he's getting picked off left and right, he's not an issue. Uh, I think I, he's got I nowhere wanna, to go. Yeah, I think he's I got nowhere to go. Uh, I think Mahomes is still an absolute stud and he's still kept in that game last night. So I, I yeah. Uh the the argument that Mahomes is not doing enough is uh is just wrong. Um, the Kansas City defense is just giving up point after point. I mean, it's like forty a game, they're, and not just terrible. that. It's 
It's drives. They're getting just shredded. Like the the second the last drive for the Bills. You know, it's right. a it's thirty one twenty. Hey, get a stop. You get a score. The you know the Chiefs could score fast. Anything. Could, and granted, there was a couple of bad calls that went against the like, poor officiating again, but it didn't matter. I mean, there's still the Bills. The Bills were going right down the field. I mean, and it was every which way. If you know, you they'd get into like a third and long situation, and they cover everything up, and Josh Allen makes a play with his feet, hurdles a guy, uh, or you know they're just losing track of guys, and you know do, you know knocks free down the right sideline, uh, mm-hmm. incredible throw, you know, <laughs> Allen is flushed to his right, and he's like right almost out of bounds, and he throws it on a rope like forty yards in the air uh, on the money, um, so they met a team that can go toe to toe with them. Um, but yeah, that defense is atrocious. Yeah, they're just bad. Um, I mean, they're getting week to week. They're just getting so you, you know, the, the, the offense with the weapons they still have. You got Kelsey, though he get, he's getting banged up now. Teams are just teeing off on him, and teams are doubling Hill, and nobody else is winning. And that's why Mahomes is struggling, um, because he's having to do way more. And kind of Andy Reid, they w- without another wide receiver, you know. They, they, they don't run the ball. Um, sometimes they run the ball well, and then they just stop. I mean, I get it. You have Mahomes, but if you just decide, hey, we're just going to drop back every single play, well, you're making it easy on a team like the Bills to get after you. Um, so, uh, Pete and Gansett, Bills versus Tampa Bay on December 12th is shaping up as a game of the year. Possible Super Bowl preview. This leads me into the next question. Who is the team to be in the NFC. I'll let you go first. I know who it is for me. Um, hmm. I still have to go Tampa because they nobody's kind of knocked them off. Um, and God, I mean, I, I, Miami's pretty bad. That's going to be another loss the Patriots hate to have on their uh, on their schedule, but. Tom is just so good. Uh, like, he's just unreal. And their offense is very, very good. And their offense will be good continuously throughout the season. So if their defense can figure something out, and I think they probably can with that, the, the amount of speed and, and athleticism, those linebackers core, and their front seven is very good if they can put it together. Uh, come, post se- come postseason time, you got the best quarterback in the world still. And I think that ultimately gets them back there. It's close for me. It's very close. But I'm going to say the Arizona Cardinals. Oof, because that's What? That's bold. I don't know. I I just They're still young. They're young, but here's the thing about the Bucks. I worry about their defense and I worry about the fact that Brady is throwing it 45 almost 50 times a game. It's just and it's weird. They keep him in games. Is he just Stat padding? I mean, I understood against the Rams. Maybe it was some sort of, we're trying to go 20-0 at all costs, you know. But he was getting shellacked in that game. It was like, take him out. You're down 19 points, 20 points. Get him out. He's 44 years old. Why let it open him up to a cheap shot? Yeah. Um, Which he took. He's still, he's still And he really, bounced really up. Good. He's still really good. Though. He is still oh really good. God. But I'm saying, they keep him in these blowout games. I would be like, great. We're up 38-10. There's six minutes to go in the game. 
Tom yeah. doesn't need to be out there. And this isn't like in New England where maybe he fears like if I come out of the game, like Bill might see something. Like no, he's not gonna. There's no one. He's not gonna get benched. There's nothing that anybody is gonna do behind him. You know, he's he's rolling. So I I worry about them not taking him out of games when they're ahead big. I just worry about durability. I know he's only ever missed time because of one really serious injury in his entire career. Honestly, it's an anomaly that he's playing this long just by taking routine hits. They add up. I don't care how pliable you are. You you get up off the ground at 44 differently, right? You He'll win. They'll win another Super Bowl if they keep him upright and they protect him. But I worry about no defense and them having to win games with him throwing it 50 times. Gronk already broke down. We called that. He wasn't going to last. Mm-hmm. So that's the thing I worry about with Tampa Bay. I don't know if I believe in Matt Stafford enough to really pick the Rams. I think they're the most complete team. Um, I don't know if I trust Matt Stafford. Um, I just really love what Kyler Murray's doing, and I think the Cardinals, again, I'm saying best team in the NFC. Get to a Super Bowl. Cardinals, Bills, that would be a crazy Super Bowl. I, I feel like the Bills' last thing they would want to see is Tom Brady. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. They finally a make a Super Bowl, and we're playing Tom Brady. Um so, uh, Colin in the comment section says, still bucks for me despite how great the Rams and cards look. Um, they're all close. And, you know, we'll see where things settle now. Five weeks in, everybody's played at least one or two good teams. Um, by week 10, week 8, 9, 10, you really know who's good and who's kind of just posing. Um, even teams with good records. Last year, we all thought the Steelers were just posing. You know, they were 11-0. Yeah. and And then they went to complete crap and have stayed complete crap. Big dub yesterday. Needed that. Yeah. I still don't believe in them. Big Ben at, sucks though. He's done at all. It's time. Yeah, it's it's gotta be it's gotta be the last hurrah. You want to talk about a situation that got screwed up on a quarterback? How about Pittsburgh? My God, I'll tell you. Can you believe a team that? Can you believe a team traded Tom Brady though? I just can't. I can't absolutely put my my mind around this. Can't wrap my head around it. What? what say again? I I can't. I I still haven't wrapped my head around how a team. Some dumb team traded Tom Brady. I just, I just can't believe it. What do you mean? Like they just, they, I guess not traded, but they got rid of him. <laughs> so you just can't, you just can't get your head around the fact that the Patriots and him parted ways. Yeah. It, it was the way he's playing. I'm sorry. It's just like you got to make that work. But that's that's hindsight, though. Like they. But what what did he do? Well, he was here. That didn't make you think he could still play. I think they. Coming into 19, they won in 2018, and he was good. He wasn't great. Now, obviously, he was money in the playoffs. And I think they looked at it like, we'd love to go year to year with you, the way the Saints were doing with Drew Brees, and we're going to focus on the running game and the defense. And, Tom, we don't need you to be an MVP throughout the whole year. We just want, we're going to win late the way we won early. You had the time from, like, 05 to 2017 12, 13 seasons of it's all on you. And I thought, honestly, and, and I'll admit, I didn't think he'd still be this good. I thought he could still manage a game and you could oh, still win with him. Yeah. He's exceeding what I thought was even possible for him. Uh, you know, I just thought he would still have the arm enough and win the mind. And if you managed it and ran the ball and played defense, they would still be an unstoppable team yeah, uh, because just, of his decision-making. I'm, I'm kind of and I just think they didn't, they didn't, Bill didn't want to, Bill wanted to rent him Tom didn't want to be rented. He wanted that three-year deal, and they weren't going to give it to him. 
And yeah. so the rubber met the road, and they said, you know what? It's been great, 20 years. We've won six together. You want to go and try and just do what you he want. He wanted Tampa, or he wanted that situation. Freedom, all the weapons, and can just chuck it and prove that he can win multiple ways. And Bill, I think, is completely happy in his situation. I don't know if that's necessarily a good thing for the Patriots, that Bill is happy in his situation. But there's nothing to do about it now, and both guys are completely happy with their situations. It, the, the person who would be eating themselves up is Bob Kraft for maybe not pushing on Bill more to say, get it done. I don't care. He, he's, he wants to stay three more years? Give him a three-year deal. We're playing it out. We're playing it. At this point, he's already 40-something years old. This is not like you were making a decision on him when he was 37 and you hadn't won another Super Bowl yet and you drafted Garoppolo. Like, if they don't win in 14, do you think, eh, maybe we don't give him an extension. At that point, maybe you get it. But then you win three more. It's like, dude, just give him, let him play it out. Who cares if we become the Boston Celtics and we suck for 20 years because we kept our superstars too long? The, the NFL, just ride that guy out. But they uh, didn't. You really came up with that. I mean, Jesus, I didn't expect you to go on a rant. Oof. Damn, that set you off. You had some, I think you had some you, you had some things to get off your chest there still. Jeez. Well, because I hear people still saying this, and it's like, it's 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 over. It's long gone. Oh, and yeah. It's, no, and, I, it was, I'm just and it's foreseeable. Just, Both guys I, have explained their reasoning, yeah, I, I think, enough. I think it's fine. I, I, I'm, I'm okay with Mac Jones in the situation that the Patriots are in, kind of rebuilding and stuff. I said that from the start. I mean, it wouldn't have worked here regardless because of, you know, the relationships. I just think the guy is still just unreal. It's just, it just makes a oh, point that... I, He's just doing everything that nobody else has ever done. I mean, he, I don't think he'd be playing the way I think you'd be seeing. I don't know if you if Tom got a an actual four year deal after 2018, they win the Super Bowl that summer. Bill comes and says before the 2019 season, you know what, Tom? Um, this is this has been a great ride, and we want to sew it up and make sure that you retire a Patriot. And they give him a four year deal. Does it look any different? In 2019, than it did. I mean, I mean does Tom be more focused? I, this is revisionist history. I didn't. The, the, expect I mean, is, is Bill is Bill all of a sudden? Do you think if Brady was no, still on this team this year, if no, Brady was, do, we've done all this. We've done if Brady this. was still on this team this year, does Bill go out and sign John o. Smith, Hunter Henry, and all these guys, or does he just keep putting crap out there for him? Well, I don't know if they have a. They wouldn't have had a seven and nine years, so probably the latter. I don't know. So I. I I don't know. We don't know. And we'll never know what more could have been. I know. You don't know. I know. You don't know. You, if I know, you know. But I don't know that I don't know that you know that I know. Red you Sox know? are up 5 nothing. That's good. 5 nothing. Oh, my goodness. Still in the bottom of the third. Just, wow. just end it. Yeah, just end it. Wow. But they chase McClanahan. <laughs> Pete and Gansett, it was business, not personal. Colin, stop talking about this at once. Cease. Yeah. Blame Christian. He brought it up. Um, hey, you just went down a huge rabbit hole that I did not expect. I told you, it was still like a fever dream watching that Pats-Bucks game. I, I uh, tell you what, I, I had the most closure I've ever had with after that game. I, I am... I'm cruising. Well, did you... I mean, we didn't get to talk about this last week because we didn't see it yet. Uh, all the behind-the-scenes stuff, like the five minutes of him on the field talking to all those guys. I mean, I think Tom Brady is a weirdo. I mean, the stuff, like his 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 he's a, he's a strange dude. Um, 
But that guy cares, man. I mean, and talk about just like what is a leader of a team, right? I mean, mm-hmm. he's boys and, and friends and, and really invests in his guys. And not just like his receivers, but the linemen. And he's dapping up D linemen. I mean, there's there's defensive players coming over. I mean, he's even talking. I mean, Matt Judon, who basically said, like, I hate Tom Brady. Like, afterwards, they're, like, chatting it up and oh, yeah. cordial and stuff. I mean, the guy is just such a ambassador for the game. But you can tell it's like that. That is what a, a team leader is. That's sure. That's that epitomizes sportsmanship and everything, and the fact that what he meant to that organization, all of the people coming up and the unending line. And yeah. if there wasn't like Sunday Night Football trying to like Michelle Tafoy be like, "Come on, Tom, we got to talk to you," that could have gone on for an hour on the field. Um, so, yeah, the the dude's amazing, one of a kind. Never yeah. gonna see another one like that. For sure. So, moving, moving along. That was about 15 minutes of my life that I'll never get back now. Damn it. Come on. It wasn't that bad. Uh, I want to give an update on one of our favorite sons of the 360 Sports Show. God. This guy again. Uh, Kyrie Irving, still not vaccinated. And today, Steve Nash basically admitted, oh, yeah, Kyrie's not going to play any games at home this year. Which tells me, I mean, yeah. they they said that it was going to get worked. It doesn't seem like it's going to get worked out. Season's right around the corner. But he did get into the pra- I think he's in the practice facility. Well, now they've allowed him that he can practice. They're not going to change the rule. They're not going to give him. They're not just going to say, well, special exception for Kyrie Irving. Because guess what? Dude, Kyrie, if you make that happen, talk about a giant hypocrite. All you talk about is, I'm not more special. Stop putting me on a pedestal. Like... You know, this whole, you know, weird dichotomy of people and minds. And then, well, but then he says, I'm king and you're pawns and all this stuff. And now you want a special, you want a special pass. You want a special pass when half the time all you're spouting about is inequality. And now you want to be treated different. Mm-hmm. I mean, it tracks, but I doubt they would ever bend to that. So he's allowed to practice, but Steve Nash admitting he's not going to play home games. What can you do though? I mean, I, I don't get it. Uh, if if I if I'm Brooklyn, I call Philly right now. Evidently, Ben Simmons and them had a little talk today. They're trying to mend some fences. I say, yeah. hey, Kyrie Irving for Ben Simmons, straight up. Let's do it. Both teams solve their problems. You said you wouldn't do that like a week ago, didn't you? I I said it wouldn't work. I didn't say they wouldn't do it. I, I don't think that I don't think that would work for the Nets, but hey, getting is, is somebody who is it's going to work better so- than this situation. The distraction and the the the, the I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I don't think it would work in terms of the basketball, like them their title chances. I don't think their title chances change whether or not you actually have no, Kyrie Irving already on, in the title. But contest. but without Kyrie Irving, their title chances are significantly lower. Mm, um, still got Kevin Durant. Yeah, but I don't know. I think it's a mess. I mean, what do you do? I mean, what do you? What are the Nets supposed to do in that situation? And they're all—all all the players are trying to say the nice thing, right thing. Yeah, they are. Thing, yeah. But I don't know. What do you? What do you do? I mean, well, I, I mean, I assume the rest of the roster has to be vaccinated because there's been no talk of it. So yeah, that means Duran on down, which is surprising for me. Like, if a guy like Duran or LeBron or or you know Tatum or one of these guys got vaccinated, I feel like. 
you kind of get the guys to follow suit usually, right? It's kind of like Tom Brady. There's a reason the Bucks have 100% vaccination rates because everybody cares and everybody wants to be on the field. Um, and it's the same in the NBA. I, I, you know, I'm surprised, but at the same time, I'm not because, you know, Kyrie has been a saga since the beginning. I mean, it's just since he left Cleveland, he's been, it's been the Kyrie show. Yeah. So I don't know. We're keep an eye on that. Uh, we will, as we inch closer to the start of the NBA season, we will have uh, a big season preview uh, with Matt Murphy, a uh, friend of the show, our NBA insider and salary cap expert, to talk about some of the moves that happened over the summer, some things that could still come down the pipe. Um, there's a lot of guys who could still be on the move before the NBA trade deadline. Um, so there's, there's been plenty of moving parts in that league uh, throughout the whole year. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure the two of you have been yucking it up about Sam Hauser or something. <laughs> <laughs> Sam A. Uh, anywho, um, let's get into picks. Week six picks for the NFL. How'd we do last week? I, I was just about to tally it up. I hadn't tallied it up yet, so we'll run through this quick. Uh, the Rams won. What did you think? As I'm doing this, what did you think about the uh, the old double punt situation in that Thursday night game? Kind of strange. <laughs> uh, I hadn't seen anything like it, but, uh, you know, if I haven't seen it, why not? Let's do it. I'm all for entertainment value. Oh, it slipped my mind. Who won yesterday, Philly or Carolina? To be honest, I didn't even know. Uh, I know <laughs> Philly was coming back. Philly, Philly did win that game, yeah. Philly did win that game. That was like the one game I didn't see anything of. Da, da, da. I mean, really, I'm watching these teams to see how they're doing because the Pats, you know, have them on their schedule and they're two and three now, but Carolina is a winnable game. It's looking more winnable as the weeks go on here. So that and the Eagles, I don't think either of those teams were very good yesterday. Chargers won. Browns lost. Dallas looked like a wagon yesterday. And Indy at Baltimore tonight. So that game, whoops, yet to be played. We don't know yet. Yet to be finished. It has started. You want to check on the score on that for us real quick while I finish this up? Oh, I suppose. 7 nothing, Indy. Seven? That's surprising. Who's, quarter- is, who's quarterbacking right now? Wentz is in. Wentz is in. The glass man. He's got he's got one. He's one of three for 76 yards. And what? A yeah, one, one of three. One catch for Jonathan Taylor, 76 yards, and a touchdown. <laughs> That's going to be like a screen pass. Probably. Got to be a screen pass. All right. Let's set it up. Uh, you went 12-8 and eight against me last week. So you're up like now 40-33 to 33 on the season. I like to hear it. It's going the other way. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Week six. Name them. All right. Tampa Bay at Philly. Tampa. I'm I mean, I'm not, I, I'm, not, yeah. I'm not picking against them uh, against a team like Philly. Uh, they just make too many mistakes. Um, I know that you said they won yesterday, but uh, not against Tommy. <laughs> I find it hard to believe that Philly's going to win that game. No way, Tampa. That could Tampa. be a shootout, though. Sneaky. Is there is there a uh, is there a line on that game? Let's find out. Shall we? If it pops up, plus uh, yeah, the Bucks are minus seven. Oh, so that's 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 closer than it's been against some of these other teams. Um, I don't necessarily know if the Eagles could cover that. If it was bigger, if it was like a, if it was like ten, I'd say they could get inside. That's a tough line, but that that game 
It could be closer than you think. It's definitely going to be high scoring. So, but I'm taking oh, yeah. Tampa. Yep, Miami versus Jacksonville, the game of the year. <laughs> don't forget that's a London game, by the way, London game. Oh, in that case, because uh, Urban Meyer out partying at Big Ben all night long. So I didn't catch the. I didn't catch it. Who are you picking? Miami. Okay. Um, shoot. Do I get baited here by freaking Jacksonville? Don't do it. I want you to do it, but don't do it. I'm going Miami. Yeah. I already wrote Miami in anyways. <laughs> uh, Green Bay at Chicago. Uh, Green Bay. Yeah, Chicago's a mess. Aaron Rodgers is playing better now after that week one abysmal start. Um, he he decided that after that week one, he was going to unhire his doppelganger and start playing football games. <laughs> so he is now returned. <laughs> Moving right along, Cincy at Detroit. Detroit. Um, I'm going Cincinnati. Detroit. I'm going Cincy. Uh, and I'm I'm saying that it's going to be a like 58 yard field goal at the buzzer because that's just how the Lions lose this year. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, they did everything. You see, Dan crying after the game. I mean, he's oh the perfect god, he's the perfect tank commander, right? Yeah. Bring him in one year, just blow it all up, and uh, but that guy going from beginning of the year, we're gonna be on the ground, biting kneecaps to balling his eyes out. Uh, that they've started 0-5. Um, you know, wearing his emotions on his sleeve. Give the guy credit for that. But yeah. that team is going nowhere under him. They bring they, He's there for one year. Thank you for your service for the uh, top first-round pick. And now we'll pick the uh, cornerstone of our franchise with a new head coach. Thank you very much, Dan Campbell. Yeah. Since uh, Since he's well, Detroit stinks. Houston at Indy. Houston at Indy. Ugh. God, uh, I'm going Indianapolis. Houston is just so dumb. Yeah, I, I just, I don't like it. The thing about Houston, like yesterday in that game, right? They have a chance to really just at the end of the first half, like drive the the nail in. Uh and they're like on the two yard line. Yeah, false start, and then they go pass sack, pass sack, field goal. <laughs> like, run the ball. What are you doing? Yeah. Um, a lot of just some bad coaching. I mean, the Patriots coaches were really bad. Both teams were awful in the first half. Um, the Texans just remained more awfuler in the second, and I'm not picking that team. Can't Never pick a more awfuler team. Never pick a more awfuler team. That's words of wisdom here on the 360 <laughs> Sports Show. Mark tape on that. Next. This should be a quick one. Scams at New York Giants. Rams. Please pick the Giants. You want to. It's not the Jets, so you won't do it. Uh, does Joe Judge get fired? Probably. Is I I think I mean they're they're abysmal. I yeah, I don't know. I would have to think he's at least He's like, close to his job being on the line this week. Yeah. But he's not it's not it's not this week, and I can't I the rain I can't the Rams are too good of a team for me to pick the Giants in that. If it was, eh, if it was like Indy, you know, a team like that, or like Minnesota, but no, Rams. 
Oh, I thought we were going down somewhere that we just can't get out of there. Uh, KC at Washington, the patented football team. The football team. Is that who you're picking? No, I'm picking Kansas City. Good, because uh, I am picking the football team to win this of game. Of course you are, yeah. That front four? They can actually just get after Mahomes with four. That and defense then, that defense plays well. Yeah. I don't know if they I don't know if they'll be able to put up I I don't know if they'll be able to put up enough points. But I don't think I don't see things getting any easier here for the Chiefs. I think you just leaked a secret of yours. Like do you know you know that the team that win, uh, scores more points wins the game, right? <laughs> yes. What I mean is I don't know if the uh, I almost called them a very bad name. The Washington football team. Uh, uh, I, the Washington football team can score enough points to win in a shootout to go toe-for-toe, toe, but I think they they could keep Kansas City down. Um, Hard disagree. Two and, K- two and four for KC would just be so crazy. So chaos, rooting for chaos. Picking Washington. I want it, so I'm picking it. <laughs> Uh, Minnesota at Carolina. Man. I'm this going is a, Carolina. Really, this is a really tough game. Yeah, got to go with the home team. But Minnesota beat the like Lions it. by two points. Like, it's not that impressive. No. But, yeah, got to go with the home team. Chargers at Baltimore. Oh, man. That's a really good game. Let me see. Let's check in right now. Seven Still 7 nothing Colts. With uh, 11 minutes to go in the first quarter. So that game slowly moving along. That's kind of odd, right? That game started like 20 minutes ago. Only four minutes has gone by. Are we in a lightning delay there, too? Well, it is outside. It is outside. That Weird. More normal. With- Weird with the the Monday night game last week. Oh, lightning delay at SoFi Stadium. How? You know why? Because in... there's like little holes in the stadium, right? Right? There's like, it's very weird. I don't know. It's they technically have... open air because those yeah. the, the ends that's uh, that whole big glass thing is just a canopy. Yeah. Um. So, but that was that was that was strange. Um. Hey, man. I'm gonna go Baltimore. It's in Baltimore. The Chargers have been hot. I, I don't necessarily know if they can keep this up against what I think is a good team. Um, and Lamar Jackson is just special. Um, I don't know if the Chargers' defense is equipped to take on somebody like him. But that's going to be a really good game. That should be a really good game. But I'm going to go Baltimore. Chargers. I knew. You uh, You have a soft spot for your boy Herbert. Oh, I love the Chargers. I, I love the Chargers forever just because of their jerseys. You know when you're a kid, you pick that one team that has a cool jersey? That was the Chargers for me. Yeah. Well, I, I picked the Panthers. I like this. The powder blue. The powder blue is hard yeah, yeah. to pass on. Well, the Chargers, too. They got the powder blues as well. So, all right. All right. Up. Arizona at Cleveland. Big game for Cleveland trying to bounce back. Can my Cardinals stay on top? Yes, they can. This is a big game. This is this is one of those kind of statement games for both teams. Cleveland, you want to be somebody, you got to bounce back and win this game. Arizona, you want to prove that you're a contender, you go on the road and you beat a good team in their building. We're going to learn a lot about both of these teams in this. 
Can the Cardinals beat the doghouse? They're going to be in the dog pound. Uh, yeah, I'm going cards. Uh, yeah. Zona. Big scary dog or or a bird? I'm taking the bird. <laughs> a little red bird. Um, Las Vegas at Denver. I'm losing my train of thought here. Ah, uh, man. Vegas. You know, if I thought Denver could score more, I'd say this is a let another letdown for, for Vegas, but I got to go with Vegas. They bounce back. Divisional game, they bounce back. Yeah, I'm going to go Vegas as well. Denver did not impress yesterday against the wretched Pittsburgh Steelers. And then we go to uh, Foxborough Gillette Stadium, Dallas at New England. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. You pick first, Christian. Uh, you know what? I'm going to pick the New England Patriots to win this game. All right. Uh, I'm picking the Cowboys. I, you know, I, I want I want the Patriots to win, but they've been okay against the run, against teams that don't really run the balls their strength. And you're facing the best off one of the best offensive lines, one of the best running backs. Dak Prescott has been beating you five different ways with his arms and his legs and his, and his, and his mind. It's a, it's a real tough ask. If they if they looked more impressive yesterday, if the defense came down and just shut down the Texans and that was a 25-3 to game, 25 nothing game again, maybe I'd feel a little bit better. I don't know. Maybe they maybe maybe that was just a letdown game. You're coming off the Bucks game and you'll get back up for this game being at home. I just feel like it's going to be much harder. I, I had more faith in the defense having some sort of plan against Brady than against Dak Prescott, a guy they haven't seen a whole ton and who was playing light years better than just the last time they saw him in 2019. So, I don't know. I, I don't know. If, if Mac Jones is throwing touchdowns in the red zone, they can win. They're going to have to win like 35-28, something like that, because uh, the defense getting stops consistently this, this game I don't think it's going to be a thing. Um, so I, I struggle because of the nature of the Patriots' offense as of right now to pick them in this game because I don't think they can keep up. So, Dallas. Well, you got mine. I'm good. New England's probably going to get blown out now, but it's all right. <clears throat> Seattle at uh, Pittsburgh. This is a gross one. Geno Smith versus Ben Roethlisberger. Ugh. Ugh. I'm going Pittsburgh. I'm picking First Seattle. Of Wilson is in there, sure, but uh. I'm still picking Seattle because I think Pittsburgh is abysmal and Smith actually played well. Deserved to win that game. Uh, you know, a receiver slips, gets tripped, and he throws a pick to end it. I mean, kind of a tough break after he played really well after coming in for Russell Wilson. Um I think Seattle finds a way. They need to somehow stay afloat. Um and I think Pittsburgh, albeit that they won last week, is doomed for a 8-9 and nine kind of year. So I'm picking Seattle on the road here. And that is the end of the Sunday games, but we go to Monday night. Buffalo at Tennessee. From Sunday night to Monday night. 
Oof. Got to got to keep picking Buffalo. I mean, Tennessee has not been super impressive this year. And and Buffalo's on a mission. So But that could be a close game. That could be a close game. If Derrick Henry just dominates the game, that can be a close game. Bills are the better all-around team. They got to win that. I mean, they're 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 easily the best team in the AFC right now. Um and I don't see Tennessee running them over. Um can I pick the Jets this week? Yes. This is a great week to pick them. The Jets won't lose this week. But they won't win either. Bye week. But you know who will win? The Jets fans that don't have to watch them. So True. Is that it? Is that all our games? That's it. I wasn't sure if there was one of those weird double Monday nighters. Um Nope. It's a wrap. That is a wrap. So we're different on four games. We'll see how that plays out. I can make up those four games that I lost last week. So uh, let's quickly, let's peruse the mailbox here and see if we have any anything. If you're one of our podcast listeners, please, we see you. Drop us a line, the360sportshow at gmail.com. You can reach us anytime throughout the week. And it would appear that... We do not have anything in the mailbox for this week. So, Christian, any other last thoughts, closing remarks, any leftovers here from the past week in sports you wanted to, to get in here on the show before we sign off? Yeah, go Sox. 5 nothing right now, right? Still? 5 nothing. yeah. Unbelievable. Nothing. Got uh, here, so, I said I, uh, I withheld my right to change my mind on this team before the end of the broadcast. Not changing my mind. <laughs> Not now. Not can't now. now. Can't now. Five nothing. Oh baby. Well, um, you bet your ass if they lose this game, I'm going right to you. You're going to be the first text on my freaking phone. You're going to make us go live tomorrow to explain yeah. ourselves. We're going to explain what you did yesterday. Today, tomorrow is yesterday. Like like I said, you you put you put too much stock in my words. You believe in my words. You give me too much power. If I had that much power, I'd, things would be a lot different. Yeah, that's true. I wish you did, but it's all right. <laughs> We'd be at the big time. That'd be, yeah, exactly. So, anywho, that is going to do it for this edition of the 360 Sports Show. We're live here every Monday night getting you ready for Monday Night Football and bringing you into any other action that's happening live on Monday night. Starting at 7.30, you can like, follow, and subscribe to us on Facebook, YouTube, Periscope, and Twitch, and Twitter, and you can catch all the live streams there as well, any of our other content. Uh, and make sure if you tune in live, you can interact with us here on the show. And if you're one of our podcast listeners, we're available on Sounder FM or wherever you get your podcast from. Drop us a line. Send us an email. We want to hear from you. So that'll do it here for us here tonight. I'm Andy Pazelli. He is Christian Lauber. Have a good night, everybody. See you later.